video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of the Hungry Gamers! Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 59th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan 8 Bit. And join today, one partner in crime, the best partner in crime, Salim Abraham, who can be found at Salim Abraham. How are you going today, brother? It's been a while. It has been a while, Brendan. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me on again. Great to have you back. Um, We've cut the fat, so to speak. The other two are off in the yonder getting tattooed and being nice, respective life partners and all that kind of stuff. We're falling apart as a unit. We really are. I think the last three weeks, we've really, I personally have. Sort of drop the ball, maybe. <laughs> I, I couldn't even hold a ball last week, let alone drop one. You like, really, I was... Whew. Speaking of taking... You were taking punches last week. Reese was really swinging. Yeah, that was that was a side of Reese I didn't really enjoy. You know? <laughs> Reese, fuck you. And Ali. And Ali also uh, gave you a bit of a hiding. I have to say, as a listener, um, as, as an observer, I loved it. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, thank you, Reese, and thank you, Ali, for one of the best shows of 8-Bit. Yes, thank you for... For seeing us through, like I was not in a state to do much, at least for the first half of that podcast. But the old Buff Lord Orange Maximus energy drink, Lucasade Powerade ripoff just gave me this just nectar of the gods. Yeah, this evolutionary moment occurred halfway through that podcast where I just shot in this upward trajectory of energy, and Curbs and Alley just couldn't keep up. They were just like, sorry. You're on your own here, mate. Yeah, it was a really red, it was a red herring, really, because mm. you started really from the bottom. Yeah, and they saw you at the bottom. Mm. And they're like, okay, he's you know, bottom. Yeah. bottom you, you know that you know that song by Drake that was loosely based around my experience last Saturday around the white episode, yeah. of the hungry gamers. Yeah. yeah, he sort of foresee that episode coming, so he's you know looking into the future. And now you're here. Mm, now I'm here. Yeah, I gotta say you look great. You Thank you. You don't look like a man who's been through the ringer. Thank you. I've come through the other side for the better. Mm-hmm. Had a nice shower this morning. Had a shave, trimmed up everything, looking nice because we're uh, got the AGPN Battle of the Podcast yeah, today. That's right. And we're going to wipe the floor with these nine other scum buckets. I've been practicing all week. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, just sledges and digs. I've okay. been thinking about little things to say to people, just to get under their skin. Do you want to give us a teaser of one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you just say something to me and I'll, I'll come back to you with like a thing. All right, you ready? Go. You suck, Sam. Go fuck yourself. Dead. See? Bam. I got nothing. Works. Universal. Applies yeah. to everyone. Go again. Don't like your hair, Sam. Go fuck yourself. Damn it. Yeah, see, again, it works. Oh, we're going to kill tonight, man. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to smash these dogs. Mm. Um, it's crazy. Speaking of trim, Reese trimmed his beard, didn't he? It's all gone. He's got the stub beard again now. I haven't now. seen him. I haven't seen mm. him. Reese, if you're out there, send me a photo. Mm. Send me nudes. <laughs> Do you reckon Reese has ever sent a nude? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. I'd say so. To his wife, probably. I'd say so because... Yeah. He's, I don't know if he purposely did it or it was like an accidental slip sliding through a gallery, but I, <laughs> no, I've, you've seen I've seen oh. incoming nudes. So usually when nudes are coming in, there's at least one going out. You know what I'm saying? It's, be, u- it's usually a, a handshake agreement when it's like, hey, I'll show you mine. You show me yours. It's probably at this point we should re- really 
say that we've all been friends for 10 plus years. So, yes. Uh, this wasn't last week, I'm guessing. Was it last week? No. Did this happen last no. week? No. Okay. No. Nah. No, we're talking way back when. Way back when. Way back when. But uh, no, nah, we've, we've seen some things collectively as a unit. This sort of uh, usual group of four mm. that uh, populates this office. Speaking of four, uh, Reese and Ali, if you're listening, uh, we're starting something new. Brendan and I w- worked out this earlier we thought seeing as we're never really in the same room anymore we're sort of the kennedys now mm-hmm. um it would be good to give each other feedback so we'll tell you now get a pen and paper out and critique us and come back next week and tell us what we did wrong mm. all right i know we're just going to get a lot of passing high marks high distinctions all yeah. around all oh, around. we're high achievers mm. we are the best we are currently charting at 13 on the itunes chart i just want to throw that out there because that's that's probably a new best for us right no our best was seventh i've yeah. seen us hit seventh um, for like I, a minute and then it and drops. I've seen us sort of hit seven, nine, and we were 11. Like anyone that can make sense of how iTunes charts actually work, oh, please, please us hit know. us up yeah. because one minute we're sitting at 11th or 13th or whatever it might be right now, we can look again later and we could be down at like 75. It's voodoo. It's, it's absolute voodoo. White man's magic. No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. Mr. Even iTunes. iTunes know. Mr. iTunes, give us some insight. Come on, man. But um, on that note, um, thank you to the uh, the the ratings. We've we've just hit fifty ratings on the tunes. Reviews. So not reviews. reviews. Nah, the five the the star ratings. Oh right, right, right. Sure, yeah. So we've hit the big five zero. This thank week. you very much. I everyone. saw that and I was like, that's a good little good little feather in the cap. Dude, the eight bit nation is the be- the best nation. They are the greatest nation. They are the sovereign nation. The sovereign nation. You know, that's right. The first nation. Mm, got that eight bitcoin currency. Yep. You know, our figureheads are purple Tyrannosaurus Rex. He protects everyone. You, you know, everyone's well fed. We know pretty pretty heavy inside <laughs> into the food space. You know, we, burger, we might shops, be, yeah. burger shops all over the nation. Fast yeah. track to death, obviously, yeah. with sodium and fats and all that stuff. But hey, you're going to have a good time. Short life expectancy. But you're going to yeah. have a good time in the 8-Bit Nation. One hell of a road. So, how's, your, uh, how's your week been, my man? It's been busy. Yeah. It's been busy. I'll... I'll round it out with something we both watch that we can both sort of oh, collab on. Uh, do, we, do you want to start on a bad note? You want to start with? No, nah, we'll, we won't start with that. We'll All sort right. of right. we'll we'll segue as a middle bad patch, and then you can lead us into the positives afterwards again. Okay, I'll, I'll got to think of positives. So, um, I finished Mass Effect Andromeda this week. You finished it. Finished the main campaign. So you hadn't finished it previously. It's been about three, four weeks, right? No, I, I've had it for about two weeks, right? Two weeks. Sorry. So I've okay. had, I've got about, I think, seventy six hours, seventy seven hours playtime in it. Okay. Um, and I've been just like, I knew it's huge. You get to the point in that in those games when it's like, do you really want to do this next mission? You know, giving you that heads up. Hey, this is the end. Mm. Make sure you go finish all the side things to potentially impact the story and what have you. By not completing question, and maybe there's yeah. there's relationship based quests where you can go and do um, quests for some of your your teammates. Obviously, and not only unlocks the final tier of their their combat abilities, um, but also uh, increases the story. And and you know, in previous Mass yeah, Effects, yeah, yeah. ties you, up the loose ends of the different yeah. And and if you did, if you didn't have bots. all your team on a positive level in say Mass Effect Two, some of them died because they oh, weren't really? you know you weren't on that relationship. Um, you know, positive they train. Weren't, they weren't your friends. They weren't friends. They were just so, uh, colleagues, yeah. associates on the uh, on the on the Normandy back in the day. But um, finished it. The ending. I don't know if it's because I had so many hours in it and my character was so OP by that stage. Yeah. Like for the last maybe third or even two thirds of the game, I, the only time I died was when I accidentally like fell into like toxic like 
um, electric water or something like that. Like I never died in a battle. Like I was just a one man wrecking machine with my two compatriots there. I, sh- I don't want to downplay their their work their in, in the Great War. To, you sure. know. Okay. But um. Yeah. Give them a leg up. The the final final um, mission and the final battle. Meh. Goddamn Bioware doing it to me again, not knowing how to finish a game on a high note. But like, is there harder content? Like Final Fantasy has no, harder content, no. for example. You can just go back the and Witcher finish has the other. content than just, you know... Well, the, the, la- the last DLC, the Blood and Wine DLC, was aimed at sort of end game plus yeah, okay. for The Witcher. But um, Mass Effect, not really. No, ah, there, there's no new like sort of ongoing storyline that opens once you finish it. You have a nice little moment, chat to your team, da 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 then you can go ex- keep exploring the Andromeda Galaxy. So I've sort of been trudging around there, but I'm just destroying everything. Um, got, got sort of my my class down to a T, and it just works against everything without fail. So you're out. You're done now. I'm you're, just waiting for DLC now. You're, you've, you've had the Mass Effect effect. I did. I have been massively affected and by my time in Andromeda. Now it's time to find the next thing. Yes. Yes, but I did I did go back in this week because um patch 1.05 I think is what they're calling it. We've got it in the news headlines. BioWare have released released this patch which is aimed at improving some of the uh the graphical problems that the internet decided to attack um, BioWare on. <laughs> wouldn't have been, wouldn't happen to have something to do with the faces. Would yes, it? yes, so the faces. Eye, eye animations, uh, mouth animations, how the the humans and the um I've heard all about this. I've seen none of it. I've heard all about it. I've seen none mm. of it. And I'm waiting because now I've got a copy. Thank you for bringing me the review copy that you've now... You're now <laughs> the done the Precious has been uh, <laughs> taken from my death grip. And, uh, and I shall wear the ring. Uh, how do you rate it? Just give me a quick... You know, don't give me a number. Numbers are arbitrary, but give me just your overall feeling. I loved it still. Yeah. Um, are you seeing it with rose tinted glasses? No, though? I, I try to take them off. Like there was some moments where the graphics, I was like, "Ooh, that is a bit ugly," or "That's a little bit weird." You know, the facial animations, like it almost looked like some of the characters that you meet from time to time had like just constant Botox. There was no real movement <laughs> yeah, of okay. the face, and maybe they did. Maybe that's a trend in the Andromeda Galaxy. Who knows? Who knows? But um, could be. You're right. I yeah. enjoyed it. Could be contextual. I enjoyed it. Like it's it's hard to not sound biased because I am a big Emmy fanboy. But yeah. the combat, the enhancements they've done with the combat, it's tight, it's fast. Having the jet pack or the jump pack um, during combat and just general gameplay is great. You've just got this extra level of mobility where you can zip around and sort of get to high points within the map or sort of just, just a lot more elusiveness. Um, okay. Weapons and the abilities, on point, on point. Okay. And by the time you get that far in the game, because you can... Um, swap classes on the fly so you could make a couple of pre-rolled classes and depending on what you've got coming up you can switch out so maybe you could be more of a more of sort of a a, a team-based um, guy that provides buffs and, and are keeping shields up or you can be the guy that's doing sort of the damage to the armor or the or the enemy shields or you can just be a battering ram and, and most of the time i was just rolling this battering ram class where i'd throw this armor melt ability out and then I'd use charge. So you literally blink across the map, big, like sort of full force smash. Skadoosh, yeah. Um, okay. With the biotic um, power behind it. And then the last one I do, I think I think it's Nova and he sort of jumps up and then just does this big ground pound as well. So it's just like, you do that Trinity together and you just reckon everything. And you I just, was rolling a shotgun. Yeah. And you can buff also not only the shotgun ability, but also your melee ability. So I'm going whack, 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 
my melee's doing like 300% damage as well. So I was just chewing through everything. You are you are literally just saying words to me right now. <laughs> and it is all going on in my head. All right. So you loved it. I'll give it a try. Uh, I think the, the hot tip with Mass Effect was just don't pay attention to the face. Yeah. And, and, and I did jump, Take it all with a bit I did of a, jump back in with... Um, and just load it up with this new patch. Yeah, and there is some graphical improvements on okay. the on the eyes and the faces yeah. and sort of the the dialogue and things. So, but still not out of the woods yet. Uh, I don't think it was ever in the woods. Just the internet being the internet. Yeah, but um, and that one girl who said she was the lead facial person. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ali. Um, That's not like, our Ali. No, another Ali. Actually, no. actually, Although, no. We'll apologize to our mm. Ali anyway for yeah. For I, I actually know the Ali way. that was involved in this shitstorm. Um, yeah. girl from Canada that I've known for a while um, hopefully she's doing okay I haven't spoken to her during she, this whole period she's not doing okay maybe we'll get some kind of exclusive <laughs> trust me she's not doing mm. okay I might reach out and see if we can get some kind of exclusive and, and have a oh, chat yeah. with her oh yeah mm. what's the uh, what, P. Peterman is that the guy from Spider-Man yeah I don't know yeah um, I don't, you're J- that, no J. Jonah J. Jameson J. Jonah Jameson yeah give me photos of Spider-Man that's it alright yeah. so, so let's, let's move into Ghost in the Shell Oh, I've got more stuff. To oh, you've got more stuff, yeah. do you? Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. So, Ghost, wait in the side there, Scarlet. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, wait. Played a bit of Fable Fortune. Yes. Closed beta rolled out this week. Um, similar meta and structure and style to Hearthstone. If, if we're going to compare Elder Scrolls Legends, Gwent, um, Hearthstone, I guess, they're the main three. Magic. You know? they're, magic, and is magic. Still, magic is surprisingly um, the one that never gets mentioned but still has a massive mm. online community. But it's similar, similar play structure to to a Hearthstone. Like there's, I think there was eight different classes you can roll out, okay. a la you know Hearthstone. You got your priests, your warriors, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And with them, they get certain abilities that they can roll out at the cost of two. It's not mana; it's actually gold they tied in. So you've got like a little chest beside your your main lead character's um, avatar there. Right. So it's and, a resource system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So instead of mana, every every round it goes up one gold instead of one mana same shit but i couldn't see that for the first game and i couldn't work out how to differentiate what cards i can play what i couldn't because i right. couldn't see this thing i just wasn't paying attention um okay the servers were a bit hit and miss uh i was just playing some general rank play it was fine but then i tried to do some co-op stuff couldn't get into a game really? couldn't get into a game waited 10 minutes no luck but that's Quit pretty out. that's pretty typical of yeah. close beta's. There's always yeah. server issues, load issues. That's mm. I mean that's part of the reason they do it. But um there's there's some cool cool little things they put into it. So at the start of the game, you you're tasked with three potential challenges you can select from. So it's like um play three types of this card or do this amount of damage or or draw let's say three four minions under under two two minor or two gold cost. Uh-huh. And then when you do that, you get presented with this new card that you can play and then you can choose two paths to upgrade that card and then drop it in. So there's right. there's some interesting dynamics with that. Graphically, um, the board's nice. It's sort of an isometric angled sort of top-down view, similar to Hearth, but there's sort of a bit more 3D sort of um, across the plane view on the perspective. The cards are played flat, but the character animations have a bit of a battle when they sort of go to go into oh, to deal. Um, I hate the animations in games. Mm. It takes forever. I remember there was like a Yu-Gi-Oh game on PlayStation and the monsters would pop out of the cards and they'd battle and you just want to declare an attack and it takes like mm. 40 seconds. Each oh, no, it's not, like, it's not like a full... Remember like 3D chess back on like Windows yeah, yeah, 95? Yeah. It's not yeah. like that. It's just the cards will hit and there'll be sort of an animation and a bit of movement. So 3D chess, that was a bit of a... <laughs> great game. That was one great from game. the uh, from the archives. Um, but it's, it's interesting. Like I had some fun with it. Um, you know, I'm not a huge, huge sort of 
CCG type of guy. Yeah. Um, I know. I know you're probably the the main brains trust in in this sort of uh, realm on of our little group on everything. Yeah, I know. Of you, course, you are Yoda. Um, but it's fun. It's fun. I've just given you a a closed beta key, so I'm keen for you to give it a try. And, yeah, man. I'll talk about and it. Give next us week. some more feedback, but yeah, graphically, it's very very fable. It's 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 interesting because, mm. uh, and I'll talk about Hearthstone a bit more in a moment. But their new expansions just dropped, and I'm frothing it, man. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. Mm. You know what else is so good? But I'm still so fucking confused. What? As I've started playing this week, Persona Five. Oh yeah, well, that's uh, not really your no, jam. no. Like I I do I do enjoy RPGs and and to a degree I guess JRPGs. I've dabbled here yeah. and there. Yeah. Um, never played a Persona game. So I had no idea what to expect. About four hours in, and I'm still trying to work out truthfully what the hell is going on. Um, I'm about to do battle with uh, <laughs> like uh, this this palace ruler who is like the in the in the normal world, not in this uh, sort of dream world. Um, he's the he's the head of the volleyball team who he took to nationals and all this bullshit. What? It, I've funny. never played a Persona game either. Okay, okay. So and I know I know they're big. They're Everyone, huge. Everyone's been raving they're, about like, them. All I could year. not find this fucking game I, anywhere in Sydney. I heard, I heard you say volleyball, head of the volleyball team. Yep, yep. <laughs> Some kind of king. Yep. Some kind of evil king. Yep. And you said in the real world, not the dream world. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'll give you Bridge a, the gap. I'll give you a very rough blanket statement of it all. So, Persona, you, you play as this this troubled teen, gets involved in some in an incident back in his hometown gets a criminal record his family don't know what to do with him he's expelled from school so he wow. moves out of this town to to some other town that's a, a family friend takes him in because they pay him to take him in starts at this new school so it plays on a lot of that um anime based dejected teenage japanese uh, drama yeah. um high school based drama okay sort of, so it's got a bit of that sort of tropiness to it but um also you've got this um in the dream time well, not dream time. I'm not going into the Aboriginal. Like, in your dreams, you can do battle with this like alternate reality. So the school, like the the first world, um, the school um, in this other in this other era becomes this big castle, right? And the and the boss man of this of this school. I'm I'm completely butchering this. Dude, right? it, sorry. Sounds, it sounds sorry. like it's so fucking spun out. Yeah, it's... so spun out. But um, Katsumoto, I think his name is. That's another problem that. They're all they're all Japanese named characters, and they're all seventeen characters long. So trying to keep up with who's who in the zoo, I'm just like, I don't understand. <laughs> I think I met you before. Can you just come up with short names? Not them, you. Like, can you just go? Oh, that's Katsu. That's yeah. Don. I probably should. Both but those um, are types of ramen. So um. I'm, I'm about to fight him. Like he's he's obviously the the boss of this dungeon, this this school. Because there's two realities, right? So in this dream, this, this what you've described so far, it sounds like the last moments before a fucking doped up kid goes and does a school shooting. Yeah, that's kind of what you. Nah, you, you're a to me. you're a protagonist in this. Okay, so something I'll backtrack. So this whole persona <laughs> thing, right? Right. The the way the way the game sort of tells it is like there's this um, sort of spirit within everybody that is hidden behind this mask. And you know, if you can take this mask off, it shows your your inner see what the your fuck inner is abilities, that? right? That has nothing to do with anything you've just said in the last five minutes, bro. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> what is this? What is this game? <laughs> it's it's out there, man. 
It's out there. And I, and I do apologize to any Persona fans listening. I, I know I'm probably not oh, doing this justice. There is a nerd somewhere breaking glass right now. Oh, yeah. Now. I'm, I'm not going to be surprised <laughs> if tonight or, like or next week I just get punched in the street just by some random guy and he goes, <laughs> that's for Persona, motherfucker. Oh, dude. Um, I'm going to have to ask But it's, it's out there. The gra- like graphically, the art, the art styling of it is awesome. Yeah. Very vibrant, mixing almost sort of anime manga stylings into the game the combat's nice and tight like it's turn-based uh, it's a traditional turn-based jrpg the the animations during battle are really cool when the battle ends just this little ending cutscene where you're sort of walking away with all this swagger yeah, and your little victory victory pose um so the combat's it's a great rpg staple the the soundtrack is fantastic mixing sort of jazz punk rock just really, really high energy and ve- really varied depending on what's going on. But then mixing in just, you know, I, I guess you can sort of say you're just this normal school kid on the on the nine to five. Yeah. And then after hours, or if you you know between realms, you become this badass, um, you know, crime fighter or guy that's trying to prevent this evil evil realm from taking over. Um, Don't, stop trying to explain. I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's out there, you know man. What? I need Josh and Or to explain this to me. I feel yes, like Josh would have yes. a handle on this. I, I apologize if you are listening, Josh, because yeah, you could. Oh, dude, he hates you right he, now. He'd be so <laughs> su- succinct you. with with sort of casting this game in the right light. He's, volleyball? What? Like, there's probably no volleyball in there. At nah, all, there or? is. There no. is. Are you sure? Yeah, because with their hands or their feet, Brendan. Their hands. Okay. And he, he openly says this this Katsumoto or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Fuck. He is like the big wig at your school because oh. he took the team to to the nationals, right? So he's just the the jewel of this school you're at. Um, and and then when in this other realm, it's showing that like his his inner demons, like in this other realm, the inner demons come to the fore. And he's the king of the I'm school, done, which done, is the I'm castle. Done. I'm done. I can't. I can't. It's right now. <laughs> You've got but me. but it's out there, and, and then it just mixes day to day. Like you can go and drink coffee and like eat ramen <laughs> and work a job. What? And just hang out with your mates. It's it's so out there. I've got to play this game. I have um, to play this game. But yeah, on it's it sounds like we'll talk about it in the news, but finding a copy of this during the week was near impossible. Yeah. It sold out all through the city. Most of the inner, like immediate surrounding EBs and JBs. Luckily I found one. I don't know why I didn't just ask first, but the closest EB to me is um DY um EB games. Yeah. And that was the last port of call. And they're like, yeah, I've got one left. I'll put it aside for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Was this on day one? This was day, the second day. I find uh, when I go to get like a game on day one from a store, like JB, JB, useless, man. They never have them on the shelves on day one. Mm. This just ties into similar what happened with Neo. I think the Western market underestimated how much fanfare these games would attract and, and how people wanted to get their hands on it like neo yeah. was hard to find persona 4 is now hard to find both both eastern based games um not typical you know like completely opposite to anything you'd see like a cod based or a fifa you know the, the main bread and butter of, of gaming i guess that most of these stores hold but i found one i'm playing it i'm still confused that's fine we'll get josh to explain it yes i'm sick of hearing you try because it's it's going nowhere hey <laughs> It's going somewhere in my heart because I'm right. still interested. All right. Um, and one thing I, I don't want to touch on it too much, Walking Dead season f- uh, season seven finale, I don't care about that show anymore. No one does. It, it is just becoming another fucking melodramatic soap opera. Oh, hold on. It's been that way for seasons. I know, and- but it, it's like when they, they, at the end of season six, when they introduced Negan, yeah. I thought tonally it was going to shift a little bit and a bit, be a bit more high stakes. 
And they no. held that for a couple episodes, and they went, you know what? Let's just let's just don't care. Again. It was the lowest watched, I think, since season two. Mm. The lowest watched finale since season two, mind you. Everyone downloads it, mm. but like, but the, the finale was so shit. Like, the, just the, the the combats, the human to human combat scenes. Now, you know when they're having shootouts and things. Yeah, there's there's scenes in that finale where they're literally me to you away, shooting at each other, and they can't hit shit. Like I'm sitting there going, come we on. We are very far away though. We're about 20, 30 meters away at the moment. <laughs> We're actually probably 1.2 meters away. Looks about 20. Looks, Looks about 20. Okay. But just, I sit down, I'm like, just little things like that, just... No one gives a <sighs> shit. I stopped watching it halfway through this, not even halfway. I got like four episodes in. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, what's his name? S- Steve Yun dies. <gasps> Spoilers. Not really. Everyone, yeah. knows. Everyone knows. I, I like that because that's exactly how it was in, in the comics. Okay. All right. Complete so, with the eye bulge. So, Walking Dead season eight. I guarantee you, you'll still watch it. Oh, I <laughs> I will just because it's just something to watch. Because you pot committed. It's an old poker term, Brendan. Mm. Pot committed. It means you spent too much. You've invested too much. Mm. You have to see it through to the I'm end. I'm a pretty handy poker player. Yeah. No, you're not. All right. So let's segue into something we both went and watched <sighs> this week. Let's be quick about yeah. it too, because I don't want to dwell. But yeah, Ghost in the Shell. We saw it. It sucked. Yeah. It. <sighs> The general consensus, you have to understand, Brendan, the general consensus is that this film sucks. And it sucks for so many reasons. And I'm not even going to start on the whitewashing thing. I feel like that's been talked about to death. Yeah, I don't even even have a problem with that, in all honesty. With whitewashing? Yeah. Why? Like, in this film. Like, like in in general, yes, it can be pretty on the nose and and pretty offensive. But in this... It's rewritten to avoid the whitewashing. Mm. Yeah, they've kind of taken liberties with the story to avoid, you know, um, having Matoko be a Japanese, uh, I suppose, Japanese actress. Yeah. yeah and, like and, and I know that the biggest thing is... The major? Um, the, there isn't really any more a large enough Japanese actress that you could put at the front of this film. No, there isn't. You not, know? not to, like, do a Western box office no, smash. No, no. But... My my problem is like, as a no spoilers either. We won't spoil anything. But my feeling is that as an adaptation, it sucks and it doesn't work. And as a film in its own right, like even if you didn't give a shit about any of the mm. Ghost in the Shell stuff, never saw any of the movies or the anime um like series, either of the animated series actually. Uh, even just as a standalone film, it doesn't work. You know, the stakes aren't there. You're never really caring what's going on. It the does characters for parts don't. of it. I think no, and I think like come on. And Scarlett Johansson plays this very, uh, you know, one-dimensional, uh, monotonous character mm-hmm. who has no, doesn't crack a smile throughout the whole goddamn thing. Like, barely has any personality. Mm-hmm. And that sucks, because in the anime, Matoko's got all the personality. She's mm-hmm. a very uh, deep-thinking individual. She's nuanced. She knows how to have fun. Mm-hmm. She likes to have a bit of a joke with Bato. Bato was all right. I, I didn't mind that guy. Yeah, like... I um, his name. He's like a... No, I can't remember. European, he's European. Big unit too. Massive. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, he was good. Yeah, like just the final act just had no stakes attached to it. The action scenes were bad. The action <laughs> that, scenes sucked. That one scene where she's escaping on, on a police bike. Yeah. And one of the guards is just randomly holding onto the back of it. Like he runs up behind it, grabs the back of it, and then he just falls off like a second later. I'm like, yeah. why? You've got a gun. Why don't you just shoot her? Like yeah. in the back. But he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to try and 
do this for this little lull moment. Yeah. Uh, my advice, anyone who watches this but hasn't seen the uh, the original movie, go find a copy. It's fantastic. Mm. It stands up till today. Um, I'll say say one thing. It's great. Visually, though, it looked very, very, very fucking nice. Yeah. Some of the combat scenes, yeah, but like, I mean, where they've used that Blade Runner-esque world, you know, where there's digital displays taking over everything and like fluoro neon lights everywhere yeah, very very 80s i feel like i feel like blade runner did it better I yeah feel like you but could compare the two and blade runner sort of does it better. well we'll be able to compare and, it to the next one soon and well ryan gosling very true me. uh but like that's not the ghost in the show universe like it just looks like every day it looks like outside yeah i know a lovely window I know, that's like part of the world they live in you know it's it's sort of it's further a shit implanted film, that see it's a bad if film. you can disconnect from the lore and the previous no, it's, still all, it's, it's all right still as a film it sucks it's it a, sucks it's a six out of ten all right josh Enor, get to us on that one as well because like we don't even know if he's a ghost in the shell guy trust me bro that guy's a ghost in the shell guy he likes the same things i like yeah i'm pretty sure yeah i think i don't know final fantasy know. he's a big final fantasy guy so mm. we're basically one one kind of person but it, it's it's funny because you can see they're trying to they were trying to set this up as maybe a, a new franchise right but looking at the sales figures it's bombing hard yeah it's hard bad. hard hard it's hard, taking hard. some hits so all right let's go since show yeah cool i think it was pretty i've been away for three weeks so i've got like three weeks worth of stuff but i haven't really done a great <laughs> many things uh, <laughs> uh, what have you been doing i've been playing total war shogun and you are all about that life. You know how days, hard it is to take over feudal Japan. You have no idea mm. the struggle that I've had to go through to take over modern, sorry, feudal Japan. Mm. Uh, is that you, like the the Kin Dynasty? Which which dynasty is that? One of them. It's the, it's the Salim the Dream Dynasty, brother. Ah. Uh, I like to win the campaign. You have to conquer forty different territories around Japan and also take over the shogunate. Now the problem is. As soon as he kind of becomes strong enough or contentious enough to take on the current Shogun, he kind of like declares to everyone that you're an enemy and you have like every other clan in Japan against you. And I thought it would be fine when I become the Shogun, they'll stop hating me. They didn't stop hating me. So like after 15 hours at this game, I finally became the Shogun and I was Shogun for like a day. Because <laughs> <laughs> my armies are just getting defeated all over like Japan <laughs> by everyone else killing me en masse. Um, but I finally got there in the end after another 15 hours. It's a great game. I, I love it. Total War. It's not quite the RTS that you know I love, which is kind of Warcraft, Age of Empires. You don't have the sort of base building mm-hmm. aspect to it, but still fantastic. Uh I want to try Civ next. Apparently Civ is really good. Like Civ 5 is close in that you have like a world that you've got to, or a country you've got to conquer different places and mm. you can do, you know, there's an economics. I, I haven't kept up to, to date with Civ. Like I think the last one I, I might've either. played was like Civ 3. Yeah. So that's, you know, three generations back now. All right, shut up. I'm going to talk about another game now. <laughs> uh, sorry. It's never shut up. Hollow Knight. Dude, Hollow Knight. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I love Hollow Knight so much. Now you're looking at me straight in the eye because you're wondering if I've done a video. I have. All right, I've done a video. I haven't released it. Oh, it's, it's underground. It's, it's like underground, a mixtape. Yeah, that's it. It's somewhere with like Paris Hilton's One Night in Paris. But um, no, it's my first 30 minutes playing the game. We will. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll throw it out. You've seen it. Um, I have. Yeah. It's not very uh, good. 
No, it's not. No. Uh, don't watch it either if you're under 18. No. Uh, or watch it. I don't. I don't care. Um, watch it when you're 16. Hollow Knight, Team Cherry, South Australian uh, developers. Developer. Yeah. yeah, their first title collectively. They're all done other things, but it's their first title. It's amazing. It's a really fantastic game, and I love like more than anything. I just love the art style of it. You're this little bug with a sort of bone mask, uh, fighting your way through this hollow, as it were, um, fighting all of these other bugs. A lot of fun. Uh, I think it's really well done. It's kind of surprising. I don't know why. I I know this sounds bad, but you, I. I played. All right, I've played a lot of indie games developed by um, Australian developers. Mm-hmm. We, we we have, and there's always stalls and booths at conventions, and, and you know we speak to a few people. We've here got a and good there. little scene. And you play games, and they they are still in development often, but they lack a certain polish. Uh, Hollow Knight's polished, bro. It's fantastic. I can't speak highly enough of this game. It it is getting hype from everywhere. Yeah. Not not even not only just sort of our local shores here, but. Through Europe, through the US, really highly rated on Steam. Yeah. Like it is kicking ass. It's kicking ass. It's kicking, which I love. Kicking butt. I love. Mate. And as you said, because it is so well put together, so finely tuned. Yeah. Um, in in all aspects. Like I've only played a hot minute of it. Truth be told, and I'm dying to dedicate you know a good chunk of hours to get in because everyone I know has touched it. Says the same thing. I, I enjoy that it's it, it sort of respects you enough as a player. Like, I love games that respect you enough not to hand hold your hand through everything. So you don't get, like, the story right away. Um, little mechanics like the map. Like, you know, it's a simple thing. I thought how kind of clever this was. If you have a map in a game, it's going to tell you where you are on the map. That's mm. every game I've ever played that has a map. It tells you your position. This doesn't tell you your position. I was looking at this map, and I'm looking at the different symbols. I'm like, which one am I? And then I'm moving through rooms and nothing's changing on the map. And the map's not filling out either. As I explore new places, uh, the map doesn't get filled out. It stays the same. It's just this random little blueprint. And then you have to go and find, like, you have to buy the ability to see yourself on the map. Mm. That's kind of clever. Like, I like that. That's not bad. Uh, It makes it more difficult. Anyway, that's Hollow Knight. It's fantastic. Uh, Please play it. It's great. I think it's like $15 US. uh, Well worth it. Well worth it. Well worth it. Um, Not a paid... Uh, ad or anything no way. by the just, way we just, just fucking love just it just an honest um, stamp of approval yeah. for it no one pays us for our opinions and and awesome to see you know some local guys having good success like this straight out the yeah. gate too like oh, yeah. fucking good on you blokes like I, I wouldn't talk up a game just because it's made in Australia no, no way like to be no way. honest man I think a good game is a good game it doesn't matter where it's made yeah but pa- like, patriotism's all well and good but I'm not gonna just give something a pass because yeah. it's made in my backyard like, yeah that's it yeah, but so, um, again, well done, fantastic. Yeah, um, there's there's a it's it's going back a bit now, but if you want to sort of hear how things were going prior to this release and a bit of the backstory, I know D1 DLC did a special interview podcast with them way back when. So head over to d1dlc.com and and hunt that episode down because yeah. really really good interesting insight on the game and how it came to be and how Team Cherry came to be. Yeah, well worth listening. Well worth listening. Um, what else have you been doing, mate? Hearthstone. Uh, so I mentioned it. It only happened yesterday, Brendan. It's very recent, but we've moved into the new year. Uh, so the standard format's changed. Uh, Ragnaros is gone. Ragnaros is gone. Fuck. My boy. That guy was a staple in like every one of my decks. Uh, Rag's gone. Sylvanas is gone. Uh, a, a few other class cards are gone now um, to make way for some of the new mechanics. Um, so I think in particular the adapt mechanic uh, where you get to kind of pick a stat 
out of three things mm-hmm. and um, apply it to your unit, uh, that didn't synergize well with some of these cards. Uh, some of the cards that have been cycled out. But anyway, so it is amazing. I'm loving this, by the way. I haven't stopped playing since it dropped yesterday. Even when I was drunk last night, I was playing. <laughs> uh, it's so fun. It's amazing how much the game changes when you restrict... So they've taken out a whole bunch of other cards. They've cycled out. You can only play the last two years of releases in the standard format now. So the Grand Tournament's gone. Black Rock Mountain's gone. And uh, one other one that is escaping me right now. The name. You know um, how you were saying... The, you know how I was... You, you said to me earlier that I was just saying words. Yeah. This is like how I am with Oh, you yeah, right I now. know. But I don't care. Because... Because you're an asshole. I'm a bit of an asshole. But there's a lot of people who play this game, Britain. People love I know. Hearthstone. I gave it some praise yeah. at, the, at the opening of the show. Well, I think this is a really special time at the moment because uh, a lot of the really powerful cards in the meta over the last year are gone. Reno's gone. Reno Jackson. The Reno Jackson is gone. I don't even know who that is. Reno is a card that if there's no duplicates in your deck, he restores your hero to full health. And this is getting played in all kinds of Highlander decks, control decks. Uh, it was just, it was a crazy card. It was a great card, but because mm. uh, it's kind of, you know, it's it's a great buff, but it's hard to pull off sometimes. Mm. Um, Reno Jackson. So the meta's changing. Guys, get into it. Uh, it's it's really cool. A lot of cool new cards out. A lot of people are really praising the new set. Uh, a lot of the pros and a lot of the you know streamers and stuff have reviewed all the cards. There's not a lot of shit cards in there. Usually there's a ton of pack fillers, but there's nothing really that bad in this expansion. Um, yeah, it's just cool. Get into it. Get into it. I've been playing a priest deck, a Highlander priest deck. I'm going to throw more words at you. Is that, there can be only one? That's the only one copy of each card. So, uh, oh, that's clever. Yeah, I like well, that little play on words there. Yeah, that's, well, that's nice. I didn't come up with it. I wish I could nice. take credit. Uh, do you talk like Christopher Lambert when you play this deck? Like when you draw a card, do you sort of use some of that sort of phrasing that he does the only thing i can remember from highlander is when he kills the nazi mm. do you remember that where he's uh he's like because he's lived through all of time he mm. fought in world war Two, and uh <laughs> this nazi comes out of nowhere and screams something at him and he goes whatever you say jack you're the master race and he starts shooting mm. him uh, well you could just use just random christopher lambert quotes you could dive into like mortal kombat what was that? Yes, he was in Mortal Kombat. What? Yeah, it was Raiden in the first yes, one, but yes. then they recast him in the second. Where is he now? Is he dead? No, I think he's still. He'd have around. a coke habit though, wouldn't he? Oh, he'd for have, sure. He'd have a mountain of coke at home somewhere. I'm having a look. All right. Well, while you do that, uh, I'll just wrap up. Uh, do I have anything else? No, there's not really anything else that I've played. Surprisingly, he's sixty. He looks a bit creepy now, actually. He looked creepy back then. Let's be. Yeah. Let's be honest. I played a bit of League of Legends. I'm not really into that that much anymore. Know he was married to Diane Lane. Who's Diane Lane? You don't know who Diane Lane is? No, I don't know who Diane Lane is. But, but, but. Uh, hey, Minecraft. Do you want to talk about Minecraft really quickly? Um, we've got the server, Hungry HQ's coming up. It's that's we, true. I'm not going to talk about what we've done mm. because it's going to be a big surprise and big reveal. But hard, like, and and Diane Lane played Martha Kent oh, in Batman vs Superman. Don't care. Martha Kent played Clark Kent's mum. Okay. Oh, in... Uh, in Batman vs. Superman. And obviously... Man, Man of Steel. Steel. Okay. She was alright, I guess. Yeah. She's aged pretty well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Minecraft server... Ali and I have been slaving away in this thing. Uh, having a great time and we cannot wait. It's going to be ready soon, I guess. What are we doing in there, though? We haven't really got that far. Well, like, here's the server. Just existing, I think. We're just going to play some games mm. in there. Okay. I'm, I'm going to dive in in the next week or two. 
I want to. Yeah, sure. I want to wet my Minecraft whistle. Yeah, hmm. we gotta get Reese in there. I feel like Reese would have a ball. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's it. That's uh, that's me for three weeks. Mm. Before we jump into some news, it seems to me that Christopher Lam- Lambert, oh my god, <laughs> has embraced his. I'm guessing he's part French because now he, in all his film and television credits, is just acknowledged as Christophe Lambert, and he's in all these French named films. Um, so he hasn't really been in, in anything sort of big time for quite some time. Is he French? Let me let me tell you what, Mister. And wouldn't Wiki, it be Lambert? Christophe Lambert. <laughs> is he like? Uh, is he trying to have like a? a yeah, second he's a, he's a French almost? actor. Holy shit! He's French. There I didn't you know go. That. There you go. Hi, Lander. Check you out. <laughs> Look, at you get all French. There you go. Comment tu t'appelles? Okay. Christophe Lambert. Mm. All right. Okay. We're in so, the news. Let's tackle some news. All right. Let's do it. This week's news headlines. The first bit of news. I don't know if you've watched this though. Did you see? Via Digital Foundry and Eurogamer, the hardware details have been officially unveiled for Project Scorpio. They have, and I did not. Very... Explain it to me. What did I miss? Very interesting angle that they went this route as opposed to doing like an IGN or a GameSpot. You know, instead of going the traditional gaming route, they went to the more... To the big dogs in town, you mean? Yeah, like like Digital Foundry, they break down games and hardware in a fantastic way. If you are worried about sound quality, processing power, resolutions, all of that, they, they do fantastic comparisons and and sort of um, seeing how, how bits of kit stack up and, and giving you that back-end raw data, which, you know, a lot of those audio files and, and sort of tech fiends love. So um, they, they did a video. They released it uh, 11 p.m. our time on Thursday evening. And uh, sort of the main bullet points, I don't want to dive into too much raw specs, you know, specs because yeah. I understand most of it, but I won't be able to do it justice. Um, head over to 8bit.net. We've grabbed all the Digital Foundry videos. It goes for about 15 minutes. Give it a watch and it'll give you a bit more of an understanding of where the Scorpio is coming from. But simple terms is the CPU is 30% faster than the Xbox One S equivalent right now. Okay. The GPU is 4.6 times more powerful. And its RAM and hard drive read speeds have been improved as well. So 4K resolutions can be not only easily achieved, but also maintained. So it's a massive, massive chunk more powerful. Like if you know the buzzword that I'll mention, teraflops, um, trillion floating operations per second. So it's just the amount of, um, you know, bits of file and data that the the processor can handle to to create graphical fidelity and da-da-da-da. Yeah, of course, a teraflop. Teraflops, teraflops. So, um, six teraflops confirmed. Uh, the the PlayStation for I think PlayStation Four Pro is I think four point three or four point six. So a huge jump in teraflop action right there. You know, so very very say, exciting. Say, say it again. Say it again. A huge jump in teraflop action. Oh, all right, nice. Yeah. Cold showers will be needed at the end of this episode. I'll tell you, we are bringing the hotness. <laughs> the flop. So. <laughs> It's a bad word. Why? Who invented this word? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I it's, don't it's just geek speak. Um, All right. So it's it's pow- It's going to be the most powerful, you know, home console on the market for the foreseeable future for yeah. a long time. Um, so they didn't they didn't announce a name. It's still under this Project Scorpio. They didn't announce a price. They didn't show the box. They showed sort of bits of hardware. Um, whether it be the, the CPU or the GPU and so and so on and so forth, but that's it. I think this is 
uh, do you remember like two years ago maybe there was a lot of talk about interchangeable hardware mm. in the consoles mm. and how the console generation is going to change exactly um, make it like lean from... on that PC mentality where you can yeah. upgrade componentry exactly uh, do you think this is the last iteration of consoles before we move into that I, it I might think it's, I think it, it might and, and I don't have an issue with it like um, I guess I've sort of done some digging and to compare I guess current gen gpus out on the market the way this gpu in the project scorpio it'll stack up beside a gtx 1070 yeah which is a pretty fucking high-end um graphics card yeah Um, but obviously pc is forever upgrading 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 like it's quarterly almost when there's a new bit of kit rolling out yeah but it's also i mean there's a lot more you you, you pay for it oh yeah absolutely pay for the upgrade uh but I wonder. I, I just wonder what it looks like when we get to that point with the Xbox. You know, you can buy interchangeable graphics cards mm. and add more RAM and add more memory. Yeah. Uh, for for the consoles, it, we're moving away from, I, I guess, console gaming as we know it. And it's kind of sad too because it's nice to just be able to outlay. I, I like that I can outlay like five hundred bucks, and I know that every game I get on this thing. Mm except for The Last Guardian and Final Fantasy XV, are going to look good. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They're going to work. Like, you're getting that guarantee yeah. with uh, with the current way of doing things. Whereas if you have to change parts, all of a sudden it is like PC gaming. Mm. You have your min-max requirements. and Exactly. I don't know that I need that three times over. Exactly. So, so I'm curious um, how it's going to be received. Um, it's still going to be released later this year. I'm assuming at E3 they're going to, because they've got a specific Microsoft-based event. I think it's on the Sunday Mm. Um, before E3 uh, and they're just going to drop the hammer and go okay Project Scorpio is known as the Xbox X or whatever it's going to be called it's going to be this price this is what it looks at here's a slew of games get keen can I ask you just on consoles has your uh, Switch been warping? no no? god the internet like I love the internet yeah. don't, don't you dare say a bad thing about the internet <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but yeah the internet we, we didn't, we didn't really touch, take it to this we don't have that in the news headlines but yeah there's been there's been a bit of hoopla thrown out there in the channels where um, when the Switch is in a docked state for a period of time, apparently. Another fantastic it word. warps. Docked. Docked. Docked, yeah. Uh, it does warp. Hmm. But, but is it actually warping? Like, is this widespread? I, I didn't really look at this. I just saw a bunch of memes. I think I've seen one or two. It's crazy the amount yeah. of news I get just from memes. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. okay, one or two have warped. Yeah. So the world's but, gone nuts. But yeah, then the internet is up in arms. You know, yeah. How dare you not invest the R&D to determine this would never happen and da, 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 you know, the internet. But also it's scratching at the bottom as well. There's a few things now. There was the left con, the left uh, The left joy con, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah but well, this is a real piece of shit, turns out. Hardware in any realm. Jokes, it's great. Yeah, I know. It's great. But when yeah. there's millions of bits of a piece of hardware released, there will be a handful of gremlins that are going to make it out into the market. And also people are shit. Like yes. people are a bit yeah. Like I read a thing the other day. Uh, it's probably a lot of people have probably seen this. But uh, if you're feeling down, just remember that 53,000 Australians voted to change the currency to dollary dues in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> 53,000 people signed a petition. Uh, so there are people like that Australia. out there. Australia. I love this country. Mm, Australia. But um, it's a sunburned country. It's a bloody beautiful yeah. country, mate. But doubling back, um, and then closing off this Project Scorpio discussion. Uh, they ha- they have shown some stress testing on Forza 6 behind closed doors. The Digital Foundry guys saw it, mm-hmm. managed to get a screenshot. 
and uh, displaying the game at 4K 60 frames a second was only using about 60 to 70% of the Project Scorpio's power. That's huge. We're running That's on huge. current Xbox One S um, at 1080p 60, so half the yeah, resolution, yeah, yeah. same frame rates, using 90%. Yeah, no, for running 4K at 60 frames blows my Yeah, mind. so I, I for one, am excited to um, get this Project Scorpio, chuck it on my OLED and just be amazed. We're living in the future, brother. We are living in the future. So I'm right. hanging for, you know, middle of June when the E3 uh, E3 rolls into town. Yeah. Um, talking of rolling into town, you've already touched on the uh, Angoro yeah, expansion. We, we probably don't need to talk about this too much more, but mm. uh, actually a couple of key points for people who have maybe not been playing for a while. Yep, uh, we talked about some of the cards are out. So Ragnaros, Sylvanas, and a few other class cards are out. If you owned those cards, you are still able to keep them, but you get a dust refund equal to the full cost of that card. So it means that you can go in. I got a ton of dust, so I, I'm just yeah, holding on do. to it. I'm all about, I'm dusty as fuck at the moment. Uh, <laughs> so you can use those cards, uh, sorry, the dust to craft new legendaries in the new expansion. And you, if you had Sylvanas or Ragnaros, you guaranteed one each, uh, one legendary for each. That's how much dust you're getting. So uh, that happened. It is a lot of dust. Is that, is that like 1600 dust? I think Six, you get for 1600 those? dust yep. to craft a legendary. You get 1600 dust if you had Ragnaros and 1600 again for Sylvanas. And then like the equivalent for the other cards that are out. So, nice. They, yeah, I've, I've got Ragnaros. So I've, got, well, I've got some dust waiting for me. Yeah, you, you do. You do. And, and it's great. I'm glad Blizzard did this because it was... Um, there are cards that are problems. Sylvanas and Ragnaros weren't the worst of them. Um, but I can understand with some of the new cards mm. how, again, the synergies don't quite work or don't quite work in a fair way. Um, so at least they have the decency to just, you know reward you for having this I, I like these cards that instead of just saying back. we're taking this away from you they're saying we're taking this away but, we're also but gonna, here's the the cost of yeah. the card so you could get something else to exactly. substitute in I exactly. like that yeah, Blizzard, well done not so well done though is Atlas developers of Persona 5 yeah just being absolute motherfuckers well hold they on. they are dropping band hammers <laughs> and like cease and desists for people that are streaming Persona 5 like it's based like it's calendar, right? So yeah. each day it rotates through. You start at, I think it's the first week of April the game starts, right? But they're saying anyone that's streaming or uploading content beyond the July 7th storyline date are in line for potential bans. So whether that be via Twitch, via YouTube, if they find videos up like that, they will come at you. They are within their right to do that though. Why? Because they're the content creators. Yeah, but it's like, it's like me going to KFC, right? Buying a family feast, I take it home. They go, you can eat everything but the chips. No, it's not. I, I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want with that family no, feast. No, I think it's you an can't experience. control how I use it. Yeah, just hold on. I, I think that games are an experience. I think what they're trying to do is uh, protect their property by uh, and protect you know the the right to potential income as well. Because if people don't know how it ends, even you know. And you can always Google this shit anyway and exactly. like get transcripts. But but the idea that you, you're not actually experiencing it, um, some people might be inclined to buy the game. I, I'm not saying I agree with it wholeheartedly. Mm. I do understand it though, and I do think that they are within their rights to do that. If they want to, if they spent millions of dollars making a game, sure, do whatever you need to to maximize sales. I'm I'm okay with that. You know, if, if this gets me more offside to not want to support a company like that, though, why? Not everything should be a Twitch stream. Bro. No, I'm not saying that, but like, 
Like League of Legends is a great Twitch stream game because it doesn't matter what happens in the game. But you know, you had that problem we talked about a few weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago about that Dragon Cancer. It's a two hour game and a Twitch stream kills that game and kills the sales of yeah, that game. Yeah, but for this game's a hundred hour game. Yeah, but there's a reason they're saying don't do it beyond July, obviously. Right? There's gotta be some kind of cliffhanger. Yeah, there, there's I don't know, like it, your volleyball but... team becomes the gods of the third universe, mm. whatever the hell the crazy storyline is. Curse that Katsumoto st- or whatever his I name is. I still have no idea. <laughs> Josh, please help us out. But uh the, that's obviously the reason. They don't want the cliffhanger to be uh or you know the crazy story twist to be but people will seek it out and it's the same as the nintendo thing where nintendo just hammer down on content creators where they're streaming or uploading videos of them playing their games like if anything they're almost like pseudo free marketing for the game especially if it's in a positive light i don't think so man you don't no i don't i don't you can't give like like a like a content creator that's got say let's say a half a million or a quarter of a million subscribers right they upload a video unless it's straight slander, but if they're showing a piece of this game, which could lead to but, people wanting to get it. But the thing is, but I think a lot of the time it is slander. And I think that uh, quite often you'll find videos that uh, don't portray, you know, the game in the best light. A lot of the time the focus isn't even on the game, it's on the personality presenting the game. Uh, I, I don't think this is maybe the best publicity for this game or for Atlas, but I think we should be mm. a little bit more accepting of... Um, publishers not wanting their shit to be streamed you know that's like that can't be we can't have this knee-jerk reaction of well fuck them every time they take a sort of hard line against streamers um for publishing their games it doesn't always work again that dragon cancer uh telltale games are a great example of it where it's it's not in the developer it's not in um telltale's best Mm. interest for those games to be live streamed because there's almost no interaction in those games you know it's literally just discussions and dialogues Mm. so it would be the same as streaming movies for free um, in that regard. You know, there's no point going out to the cinema and paying for it. There's no point paying for the pay-per-view if someone's going to Facebook live the fight, you know? Yeah, I do. Do you get, do you get where I'm coming? Like, I, I get where you're coming I, from I, and I, I, can, I can see. Again, I don't um, wholeheartedly agree with this, mm. uh, but I think we can't just be like, fuck that, you know? But like... We got serious for a second there. We did. We've got to like, bring it back. Like, say, say something rude to me. Just you're a dickhead go fuck yourself alright we're back we, ref- we refresh because I copped a I copped a thing playing this like I did a little half informed video yeah and in the first 20 minutes I got a notification pop up on the playstation oh, so, it's per- so it's personal now but like in the first 20 minutes <laughs> so here we go it goes game share is disabled and whatever else and playstation does that though playstation does that for a lot of games every time yeah, I get into I'm a like... cutscene playstation tells me I can't record the footage I'm just like get fucked it's <laughs> okay so it's personal you know if I, I see you're just a petty son of a bitch oh sometimes alright sometimes I just think yeah if, if it's shown in the right light I don't see an issue with it if, if it's just a blatant targeted attack or if, if there is no real substance to the video fair enough but yeah. if, if there is someone genuinely saying I love this game watch this video of me having so much fun with it and they're like, no, get fucked. You know what as well though, this is, uh, and you said Nintendo are bad for this. Uh, I've noticed um, it's a lot of JRPGs that, uh, yeah. like I remember Final Fantasy fourteen. they wouldn't let you play music. They wouldn't let mm. streamers play music over it because they wanted their soundtrack to play. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of hard. It's if, a hard watch. In for a penny, in for a pound, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. okay. And and it's it's interesting because... Yeah, like if, if people want to find the answers, like people watch streams or watch videos, I guess for the 
the holistic approach of it, whether it is the personality or the the live opinions, the the let's play. Let's be honest. They go because they need a friend and they're lonely. That's yeah, why maybe, people watch streams. Maybe. Most of the time. Yeah. Most you know, it's that sense of community and whatnot. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting because if people want to find the results of the game, you know, the ending, the big twist, you just Google it. You could YouTube it. You yeah, know, sure. pe- people are rarely searching... Like if they're watching a Let's Play, they're not watching it to go, I want to find out the big secret, what's happening here. I want to just, I want to go on this ride with the with the content creator. How much money was poured into Persona 5, I wonder? I don't know. I wonder what the, I wonder what the production cost was. I don't know, but on, on, on sort of, um, you know, metrics, this week alone, US, European and Australian market, they've shipped 1.5 million units. That's big. It's huge. It's big numbers especially for a game that you can hardly find anywhere so imagine like that could have maybe gotten close to say two million if they you know calculated the channel a little bit sort of uh a lot of people bit better a lot of people out there are probably very confused like you brendan Mm. (laughs) for what's going on i i think that's great um 1.5 is huge for a first week sale and it's a lot of money so maybe they shouldn't be complaining about streaming yeah content. and um they've already j- made a just some bazillion. some other other numbers to round it out so persona 5 was released in japan in october so it's been out for six months mm-hmm. in that first week five hundred and fifty thousand copies were shipped in japan alone so at this stage they've sold in excess of 2 million 2.5 million whatever so it's they're moving units they're moving units as i said it ties back into that neo discussion where the western audience sort of i guess underestimated the interest that would uh come from these games i'm, I'm looking up the production costs i'm interested now to see okay. just how much this uh how much they're in the red for at the moment anyway what's the next one the next one it's just sort of expanding on what i said earlier regarding uh the mass effect andromeda patch 1.05 so bioware is improving the appearance of eyes for human and asari characters fixing lip sync issues and facial acting for npcs expanding inventory limits and stabilizing multiplayer there's a whole heap more minimal features that they're improving with this patch if you want to sort of find those out search for them on the internet but that's the main bullet points of what they're coming to the party with for patch 1.05 they're talking about a lot more patches over the next quarter as well so over the next three months there's going to be more patches improving some of these graphical issues or, or bugs that um but does anyone care you know, I don't. I like, don't. why would you go to the effort? You've already you've already mm. cooked it. You know, it's the, a shame. The internet's had its mm. fun with the game. Yeah. You don't need to fix it now. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's surprising because some of these things you'd think a playtester obviously would pick up on this and go, "Hang on, that doesn't look quite right." I'm sure they, I'll log this down. I'm sure they did, but how do you how do you go back in development that far to like? Like, what's the process even? Like, you've got to yeah. what, motion capture the face again, so you've got to get the actors back in, mm. and then you've got to change that whole section of the game, and then you realize it's throughout the whole game, so you've got to do yeah. it every... So like, that's went, a huge process. Yeah. It is what it is. Mm. Here's this game. Or there was probably someone out the back who's like, yeah, I can fix that, and then mm. they never, never yeah. did. I got this. I, I can do that. Yeah, so that patch is now live across all platforms. Something else that is live. Uh, Dishonored 2 free trial, available thought, on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I thought this was weird. When I read this, uh, mm. I found it, uh, and I was like, "Why?" I don't know. They, they, did it sell very well? Dishonored Two. It came out at a terrible time. Yeah, it was like right in the midst of like it came out in that Titanfall, Battlefield, mm. uh, like last quarter last year, right? Yeah, 
yeah. cool. It came out in just that big mishmash of AAA. So it was a forgotten memory, which is sad because it was a fucking great game. Yeah, you liked it? Great game. First one's awesome. Second one adds to that experience. Really, really rewarding. And for anyone who wants to try it, you can play the first three missions uh, for free, Xbox One and PlayStation 4. I like that um, developers are going this route with some of their games. I know a lot of it's probably knee-jerk based off initial sales where maybe they're trying to just get some pull-through here yeah, they've to done salvage. A, there's been a lot of like interesting choices around sales, though. There's a lot of mm. you know half-price deals uh, leading up to Christmas, a lot of two-for-ones like Battlefield and Titanfall 2. You could get them both for the cost of just one of them. Sort of the same mm. thing, I guess, but you know, you're sort of inclined to get two yeah um yeah they really flopped hard <laughs> a lot of the sequels last year flopped hard dishonored 2 and um titanfall 2 especially yes copped a flogging and that's twice for titanfall we talked about that yeah. so we might that might be the end of that franchise which is a shame because respawn knocked it out of the park with the second one but that's a game like i talked about after having played it at the event whatever that was you know before the release right mm. um it was yeah it was fun yeah it was great but it's like well i'm not can i see myself doing this for 10 hours no i can't like it's fun jumping in a mech and rolling around in the big titan but you know that shit wears off after the first five times yeah you know it's bad enough that the mechs barely last you know that you get sabotaged or blown up or whatever you just yeah on the multiplayer side there maybe i just suck they're very paper tigery some of those titans Mm. in in the campaign they've obviously increased the shield capabilities and the longevity but um, yeah, in multiplayer especially, I found myself um, when I'd be able to call a Titanfall, I mean, have like make the Titanfall um, occur, mm. I'd still just run around on, as just the soldier and just have the Titan be AI. Yeah. And it's it really the just best as way well. to do it, I think. Yeah. But oh. um, it's a shame. But anyone that wants to try Dishonored 2, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One users, get on that shit. You have nothing to lose. You really don't. You really have nothing You to lose. really don't. And it's yeah. a full experience. You can play as Emily or you can play as Corvo. So they're not sort of trying to block you out of certain paths. You can experience both play styles, first three levels. Get into it. Get into it. Something else that VR users might want to get into. HTC have officially launched Viveport. Viveport. A $6.99 US per month subscription service giving Vive owners the ability to get five free vr games per month so that isn't a recurring thing so every every month you get five new Mm -hmm. every month they'll be adding more vr games to the portfolio and say those five you've got like for example they've got the blue everest vr and mars odyssey for example say you've got those three and plus two others and they bring in two more you can sort of hand back or i guess delete from the catalog two of those bring in two more you have access to five at a time yes and you can cycle them out as you choose. Correct. With the new releases that come in each Correct. Month. So right. six ninety nine. I think it's smart. I think it's smart. Have you played any of those titles? Like Everest? I've played Mars Odyssey. Yeah, any good? It's not bad. It's not bad. I uh very I, pretty. I love VR so much, mm. but uh the the thing that I find is a lot of the games just feel like tech demos. And and that's you know? I dare say the majority of the games that will be provided in this service will fit into that realm. You know, one thing we didn't put in here, actually, it's interesting because it's kind of, it was it was a big article I read this week. It was actually the Steam brought out some figures this week. 
Really? Based on sales over the last year. Yeah. Okay. And they talked about how almost no one... I don't know. The article sort of indicated that no one was really adopting VR. It was something like 0.9% of Steam users uh, have the Vive. Uh, and like less have the Rift, I think. How, how many Steam users are there? A fuck ton, bro. I don't know what hmm. the, the number is specifically. I'm assuming... Why, 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 why are you throwing a curveball? Oh, because like I'm that? just saying well, like... I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to know off the top of my head. Well, you were looking at that Steam article. Users. I'm not looking at the article now. I read it earlier in the week. But that was that was something they mentioned. That the, Let, the let's say... The VR adoption for Steam users hmm. was... Uh, not so high. Let's less say, in fact, let's say a hundred million would be a fair number. Like pie in the sky stuff. Let's, but you, reckon? I'm just going to throw it out there. As soon as you get past two hundred, I don't even know what that looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how many people is that really? A lot. Exactly. Hmm. It's a football stadium, but also it's a country. But even at two hundred, even at a hundred million, that's still a million people that have got HCC Vive. So that's still yeah good uptake. Well, I you know? thought it was interesting because it sort of contrasts to the adoption rates that we saw in australia um for the playstation 200,000 ish thing yeah, 220 it was a pretty pretty solid amount mm. so okay it's it's still early days the whole vr landscape um and with this uh but, this but vibe ports it needs early adopters otherwise no one's going to keep know. developing i'm i'm just hoping that and i'm not going to fork out to be one of the people i'm so. hoping at e3 now they've seen the success of a full-fledged triple a on the vr route with resident evil 7 mm-hmm I'm hoping Sony do a big showcase with, you know, a ton of VR games coming out from E3, you know, over that 12 months because sure. it needs to. And I'm terrified because Sony typically don't support their their sort of, um, you know, hardware too well outside of the main uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, um, so on and so forth. I'm going to get these figures just so that... You get those figures. Yeah. I'll, I'll close off this Viveport thing. So um, it's launched with more than 50 games, but um, as the whole Vive portfolio there's more than a thousand titles already available so they've got a lot of games to uh roll out every month um but yeah probably a lot of them will be will be a tech demo and whatnot brief experiences isolated games and what have you but they've also knocked 100 bucks off its usual 7.99 us price Hell. so they're, they're doing a bit of a push internally to try and get some more hype going 125 million active users on steam apparently yeah so a million of those have a vibe uh yeah yeah which not bad yeah but 1.5 million people have persona 5 in a week <laughs> fuck you <laughs> different experience a lot cheaper too uh yeah uh just less sense makes less sense apparently yeah okay but um yeah i'm i hope vr can find its legs and become something because VR it is so hopes. fun yeah it is it, it is, is so You're fun right. uh but it, it, no it will take off it's just yeah, who knows exactly what it's going to look like? I suppose just porn. You know, porn will always be around. I, I have a lot of arguments with people um, that have VR or PSVR and they've traded it in. Like a lot of people I know have traded theirs in for the Switch and things. And I've and you argue with them, do you? I have. I've You're gone to bat with them. Like, keep the VR. Like, get Resident Evil Seven. Try these <laughs> demos. Like, get in there early. Like, experience these complete games. It is well worth your time. And it's fun. Good. For, it's fun it's to different. Yeah, it is fun, and it's fun to argue. Mm. Yeah. Like I know the Switch is different too. Um, you know, it's turning, I guess, traditional console gaming on its head to a degree, and a lot of people are on that Switch train these days. Yeah, but it's you know, let's not go there. All right, let's not go there. Let, let's go to some new releases. Sure. Okay, so this falls into the calendar week starting from April 10 through to April seventeen. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we've got two games out on April the 11th, which is uh, Deformed on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. And the other one is Ukulele on yep. Xbox One and PS4. I was excited for Ukulele, but it is getting fucking panned yeah. with reviews. It is just getting belted. Um, yeah. I, I hope it was ba- going to be like a spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie. Well, it is, it is. But, but people don't like it. Nope. I, uh, I saw a Banjo-Kazooie uh, video the other day. and I, I got touched by the... By the nostalgia. There you go. Fucking love that game. Mm. So it's a bit of a shame that ukulele isn't quite meeting expectations. But I don't know. I think if you're a fan, you should probably give it a try. Maybe watch a Twitch streamer or a YouTube mm. video and, and see how you feel. That's it. Feel it out. They also announced that Jack and Daxter are getting a uh, yes, they are. a remake too. I think three or four games. Which was a franchise that missed me. I think I was Yeah, I, I, um, I didn't latch on to Jack and Daxter either. Uh. It was meh. Anyway. All right. A lot, lot of other people are excited. Three games are coming out on April the 12th. Lego City Undercover is dropping on the Nintendo Switch. Star Blood Arena on the PlayStation VR and Rogue Stormers on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. April 13th, making its long-awaited debut on the console, Stardew Valley it is. on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. And my bad, I thought that was already out. No. I think I thought a while ago, I think I mm. said, oh, it's out on consoles. I thought I saw it in the store. No, I was wrong. Mm. So it's coming out this week. And the last one. Ping Pong VR hitting PlayStation <laughs> VR on April the 16th. If you weren't sold on VR already. <laughs> I am secretly hoping there's a Thailand DLC that you can add to this game to uh, increase the stakes on this Ping Pong VR game. I don't... <laughs> I don't know how... <laughs> They're pretty good with Ping Pong balls over there, you know what I'm saying? I've wow. seen some shows. Wow. Sure. And also in uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, there was a Ping Pong show out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and if you're not sure what Brendan's alluding to, watch that film. Mm. Good film. Guy, Guy Pierce, uh, Hugo Weaving. Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, where are you going with this? <laughs> yes, uh, a very, very young Guy Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Great mm. film. All right. Uh, so that's it for the new releases. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan, for capping that off with a tied ping pong ball um, yes. reference. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we'll move on to the events. Yep. And. Uh, up until April 26th, JB Hi-Fi have a, a two for $40 sale um, to combat against EB's two for $50 sale. Yep. <laughs> it seems like. Um, I see your 50 electronics boutique and I lower you 10 baht. And I'll undercut you once again. <laughs> uh, but look, Dishonored 2, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, Rainbow Six Siege, Alien Isolation and uh, plenty of other titles are there for the two for 40. Yeah, so. I think there's like 40 or 50 titles all up like, some bargains. It's a real, bargains. real dick move. But Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, is a fantastic game that yep. I uh, never quite finished. Uh, <laughs> I still haven't finished it either, sadly. Um, yeah, it's. I feel like I should probably mm. go back there because I was enjoying it. It's yeah. hard, man. It's a yeah. Deus Ex games are t- uh, difficult. Um, Dishonored 2 as well. We talked about if you're, mm. you know, it's currently, you're able to play the first three missions for free. Try it. And if you like it, hit up JP. Mm. And if you live overseas, you could probably get it cheaper anyway. Probably. Because games are very expensive Probably. in Australia. And the other one that I wanted to focus on there is Alien Isolation. Fucking fantastic game. Yeah. So great. That was the one with so the... So heart-stopping. Uh, with the alien AI that was just sort of... Just random. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So you play Ripley's... Ripley's daughter. I can't remember his daughter. You, you play um, Ripley's you, relative. Let's sure. say daughter. Okay. Um, And it's very... Five Nights at Freddy. Yeah, very tense, Freddy's. getting chased, getting hunted by the singular alien. Great experience. Very suffocating experience. Terrifying. 
get on it. Two for 40 at JB's or two for 50 if you're that way inclined and you want to get your EB rewards points up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last event, it doesn't fall into this calendar week, but I thought we'd just give it a bit of attention for anyone that is over down in Melbourne. Glorious city of Australia. One of the, I'm not going to lie. It's my favorite city. I hate Sydney. What's, I hate living in Sydney. What's it known as? Like obviously Adelaide's like the city of churches. You know what Melbourne's, uh, I don't know if it's known for this, but it certainly is this. Uh, it is the city with the largest tram network in the entire world. Really? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, go Melbourne. There you go. The free city tram, of trams. Free trams in the CBD. City of trams and hook turns, which... Yes. Fuck me. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're doing a little bit of a, a get-together. We're going to be down in Melbourne for uh, a couple of business-related events. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday, April 22nd at Bartronica... We're going to be doing a little bit of a meetup with a heap of other podcasters and uh, people from within the uh, the gaming realm. Very excited. I think kickoff time is eight thirty thereabouts. I don't know. We'll say eight thirty. Uh, don't don't hold us to that number exactly. Yeah. Saturday, April twenty second, Biotronica in Melbourne, eight thirty. Come have a beer with us. Play some games. Abuse me for my shit description of Persona Five, or just or just for the sake of it. Yeah. Really. That's just it. for the sake of it. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that because, you know, we talk a lot with other podcasts. They are our uh, our competition, but they're also our friends in a lot of lot of the cases. Sometimes hmm. they're our enemies. I don't know who the enemies are. But, oh, well, I got a few in mind. You got a few enemies? Yeah. You got a few in mind? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you, who are they? <laughs> you get, no, don't. Uh, but tell me, tell me after. Yeah, um, But no, I'm very excited to meet. I mean, we've been talking, we've been talking to OK Games since the conception of The Hungry Gamers. Yeah, th- those guys in D1 DLC yeah. were our initial sort of... Um, all the first people we reached out and spoke with. Yeah. And we were uh, lucky enough to meet the guys from South Australia at D1 DLC last year. I haven't met... We haven't met the OK Games guys yet. So this is kind of a long time coming. We're going to be meeting some of them at this event. Same as Michael and Tegan from Reset. Um, I think a couple of the guys from Dialogue Options might be there and a few others. Very excited. So get keen and get thirsty because we're going to be having some beers. And whiskey. And, oh, yes. And whiskey. Yes. Michael from Reset likes whiskey. Ooh. And I like that about Michael. Me too. Yeah. All right, moving on. Moving on. iTunes review Title, of the week. Gods on Earth! Exclamation point. Five stars <laughs> by Moots. Don't know who that might be. Provided to us on March the 5th from Australia. And the review reads, I really don't think I'm exaggerating at all when I say this podcast is, in brackets, Okay. <laughs> you know what scratch that they're better than okay they're absolutely adequate uh, i love the racket you guys are running with your itunes review segment i got to steal that for our own podcast that's right i'm from a rival aussie gaming podcast but i'm not going to tell you who love you guys michael from reset <laughs> speak of the devil speak of the chuckling devil himself that came through a few weeks ago yeah, march fight but fuck he's a funny bloke he is he was good on the cast he too. Is. it was great having him yeah. take it here yeah um Thanks, Michael. Uh, well, you know what? I haven't responded in kind yet. Hmm. I've, I, I'm going to write them a nice uh, review. Hmm. An I'm, honest review. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with adequate. That's a pass, right? Oh, dear. Anything that's not, what the fuck is this? It's, it's, <laughs> I've, I've just been nice. waiting for one of those where someone just lights us up. Really? I have been. Yeah, but you've kind of been waiting in a masochistic kind of yes. way where yes. you're just, you're waiting to hate. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's fine. We'll find you something to hate in the interim. 
That's it. And I feel like you've just brought it on. Now someone's going to do it. Brendan, well done. Hmm. You're I, encouraging bad behavior. As I said, we will read we will read every <laughs> iTunes oh, review, right. good, bad, or otherwise in this segment. That's right. Uh, one, we want that feedback. That's right. One thing as well before we close off the show, uh, and this is something that we discussed earlier in the week uh, between the four of us. We couldn't work out who the better friend was. Right? Who's the be- Who's the best at giving friendship sort of advice mm. right now you thought it was you brendan yeah i'm, I'm a pretty good friend reese thought it was him ali thought it was me <laughs> i highly doubt that <laughs> but uh we want to put this to the test and we want to give back to our beloved 8-bit nation guys send us your problems send us your send us your little things that are stumping you in life right just send it to us you can give and this us your is name. anything right this isn't anything. like gaming related this could be any sort of problem i can't tune the reception on my telly i'm having some trouble at work dating advice my looking to buy a car that's right my parents don't like my girlfriend whatever the hell it is i've 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 lived that a few times yeah so anyone more. that's got that so we want to we, we this is a bit of an experiment Sure, uh, but we want to tackle it and we want to see who can be the better friend <laughs> out yes. of the four of us. It is as much about us as it is about you and our eternal competition here, but mainly it's about you and we want to see how this will go. So send it through to us. Where can they send that through to, Brendan? They can send it via the email to hello at 8bit.net. Hello at 8bit.net. Or hit us up on the socials at we are 8 bit as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to hit up Reese, it's at uh, Reese eight bit. Reese eight bit. Yes. Ali is at Miss Ali Hart. I'm You're at, at Salim Abraham. That's right. And I'm at Brendan eight bit. Get us on all that because we're here for you. That's right. We're listening. Eight bit cares. Like Fraser. We're a- listening. ABC eight bit cares. Hey, not bad. There it is. Not right bad. There. All right. That's the name of the new making segment, magic. Fraser. So we we can't wait to um to tackle these. We will be genuinely helpful. I mean, we're not going to try and give you stupid advice. We'll do our best, but ultimately, mm. we are four over opinionated people who, you know, on the best of days, we don't really get along. We don't like each other. No, much, I guess I'm just barely tolerating you today. Reese and I are, are kind of good buddies, but yeah, you you're a grub. Yeah, Ali, I've been called worse. Ali, I mean, oh, listen, let's, let's well, She's the king, it. remember? She's the king. Mm, she rules this nation. We love Ali. We do. Yeah, we just hate you. We do. Damn it. All right. Uh, Any, anything else you want to say before we start making tracks? Uh, no, no, there's nothing really else to say, is there? Um, fantastic show. Glad to be back. Uh, rightfully where I belong. Yes. In the seat. Mm. Um, as opposed to lying in bed hungover. <laughs> That's true. You can uh, do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. But what you listeners out there should do is head on over to youtube.com forward slash we are a bit. Mm-hmm. Check out all our quality video content. Be sure to give us some thumbs up or thumbs downs depending, but make sure you hit that subscribe button as we crawl to 1,000 subs on the tubes. That's right. So a uh, heap of stuff on there. My, my random tangent on Persona 5 is on there. Fable Fortune's on there too. So if you're interested in Fable Fortune, check it out. Your Hollow Knight stuff may be there eventually. I Look, Maybe. it's ready to go. To be honest, I'm not sure what the next step is here. Do I give the video to you? I think so. Do I put the overlays on There needs on to be an exchange. Okay, all right. Well, I'll do the deal with you mm. afterwards and we'll, we'll go from there. Okay, speaking of doing deals, be sure to go check out a couple of great new little Aussie podcasts. Upstarts, the first one. It's a six-man podcast known as Pleasure Explosion. They can be found on Twitter at Explosion Pod, and the last one is a couple of legends from Canberra, known as a semi-casual podcast. Check them out on SoundCloud. No, 
So check them out in between listening to all 59 episodes of our back catalogue. We're going to be back bigger, badder and better next week for the big six zero. Yes. It's our retirement episode. Is it? Or is it? Preservation age is 60 in, mm. in uh, superannuation in Australia. Yeah. Very good, Brendan. There you go. Very weird reference that no one outside of Australia will But it's true. We're retiring. That's it. Next, year's re- next week's the retirement show. Yep. Yep. So we'll see you. Sick. Much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.